Welcome to the Albion TV interview series. I am the chosen one, and today I am joined by one of Albion's premier content creators and Twitch streamers, the great Ninushk. How are you doing tonight, Ninushk? Hello, I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> nervous is normal. We're gonna try to go easy on you. We won't ask any hard questions. We'll try to do the the most basic ones, like. Who are you, and how did you get your start here in Albion? We'll start there and move on. How do I start in Albion? Um, when I think about this, I see me gathering around Marthlock in my Tier 5 gathering gear, thinking about if I go to Red Zone. <laughs> I went to Red Zone, but every time if I saw a red name or one red, I, I left. I instantly left the zones. This, this is how I start the Albion. The careful approach. The I don't want to get murdered and lose all my stuff approach to Albion. That is quite common to begin with. Uh, when did you start? Mm, about one year ago. So you've only known this new world of Albion, the post-Queen launch of Albion. Yeah, yeah. When I started, everyone was talking about the, the changes, uh, the changed Hellgates. When they added the new Hellgates and changed the difficulty levels and changed the infamy effect and added the rising lava and tens, I believe, all added at the same time. I guess so, yeah. I only experienced the new one. Okay, okay. Yeah, you. I guess you wouldn't know what was changed if that's when you came in and you came in and you only know it as one way. That's not really fair of me to put on you to discuss those changes. <laughs> But you said you started as a, a standard gatherer. Did you start streaming right away, or did you start to PvP before you started to stream? Um, my friends started with statics, so we were mostly doing PvE. Um, they kind of stopped to play Albion, so I was solo. I started to gathering met uh, one or two friends and played Hellgates with them. This is how I started. Then I met Azorop. He get me into the Carleon faction. I was healing there. <laughs> it was funny. Then I remember he invited me to Tens and I got flamed by Derek. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I was new, I was learning. I learned fast. I learned fast. That's a great introduction to Albion, honestly. If you get into 10v10 Hellgates and uh, you get to have the the honor of being flamed by King Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is in your first few months of playing the game. Some people have to wait years to get flamed by Derek. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Thanks to Zorro. <laughs> so is, is this when you started streaming when you started doing the Hellgates or did you start streaming right away I started streaming right away <laughs> right away in the beginning I used to play League of Legends and Valorant before and I was streaming this but the community there is like it's hard to build there any community mm -hmm. as a new streamer and when I started with Albion I was like oh I don't have three viewers I have ten Wow. And this is how the whole thing started. Then I looked for more content. I I remember I watched uh, someone showed me Kokosmilch videos. 
And I was a big fan, to be honest. I was, I thought, damn, I, I need to be in his guild someday. And I was in his guild. It was good. <laughs> See, that's one of the coolest things about Albion. You just mentioned a couple of things there in a row. One, you got to meet the king of Albion, or the the once king of Albion, Derek, in your first few months. Then you got to so introduced into one of our content creators, Coco Smilch, and immediately were able to say, I want to play with that person. That was a goal, to play with them. And you were able to do so because of the nature of Albion and that single shardness and everybody playing together. Once you started playing together, how did your experience go? Was it everything you hoped it would be? It was kind of unbelievable. I don't know. I, I enjoyed every minute of that. And the memories, I'm smiling if I think about uh, about the time in Strapazenkinder when we did small scale. The people were very, very nice and kind. The whole community. <laughs> I remember one of my first days I was farming these mobs around Martlock in my tier two gear. And I, I dropped very low and a random healer dismounted and healed me. He helped me for, I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what, what is happening here? So, so nice. It makes me so happy. I, I didn't know this, this nice community, especially from, from League of Legends. If you do one mistake, it's like, okay, every type of uh, insult you you never heard about that. Um, yeah, so it was kind of new. Albion often gets the reputation of having a, a toxic community, but I feel like that's just a very small percentage of the people who play Albion, and the great majority of them are very community-oriented. Like you said, a random person just stopped by to heal you. And I think that's partially because of the, the harshness of the game, the harsh world that we're all living in where you can be killed and everything can be taken from you at a moment's notice makes acts of kindness, uh, how do I say, have a greater value in this game than they do in many other games. In League of Legends, there's no real permanent value to being nice to somebody who's struggling in your match. That people just tend to be like, I want a different person. I want somebody who already knows what they're doing. In Albion, being kind to another person can develop a relationship where you now have another person to, for lack of a better term, be at your disposal for group content and world events. And building relationships in Albion really does matter. And it can be done with a simple act just of stopping, getting off your mount, and healing somebody up who's just starting the game. Do you find that the Albion community has supported you in your streaming? As you said, you went from, what was it, just, just a few people to having over 10 viewers, and now you're doing quite well. I see you doing small-scale content in the roads all the time, and you generally have a pretty good viewership, pretty consistent. At the moment, it's crazy, but I think uh, because most of the streamers are streaming V-Rising at the moment, pretty sure the hype will end, but I hope I keep the viewers. 
<laughs> oh, I think you will. With the Twitch drops right around the corner, I think you're going to see a significant increase in viewership before you see a downturn. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I, I really hope I will drop something too. I really hope. Drop something? <laughs> yeah. One of the skins. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yes. Uh, there's a bunch of skins going to be released with the Twitch drops, and I'm sure. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. You can. They're all on the test oh, server. You can. Okay. I, I really want to have this alpaca skin. Oh, that yeah. alpaca skin is amazing. Yeah. I, I keep talking to people about it because, like, the current alpaca skin has a, a green saddle. I'm just not into it. But the brown one with a purple saddle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sign me up, please. I'll ride that alpaca. I'll be getting <laughs> myself a bunch of stags so I can ride that around. I really feel the the Twitch drop mechanisms that are coming up with the update are going to do a great job of bringing people from the game into the Twitch community in a way that's never been done before. And I think for content creators like yourself, this is going to be absolutely huge. It's going to help you... Uh, be able to sustain much more of your Twitch time there and, and, and maybe actually get a little more out of it. I'm pretty sure people will more lurk in streams to get the strops. So that will be very nice for the, the uh, streamers or viewers. Yeah, I'm hoping that some of those lurkers turn into chatters and become parts of the different communities as they see the different communities that people have already created on Twitch. Like you have your community, um, other content creators have communities as well that are very tight-knit, small groups of players that really show that community style, that community interaction with each other that I feel a lot of solo players in Albion are missing. And if they can see that there are these communities that they can join through Twitch, hopefully... They will be just like you were with Coco, like uh, able to join in their in-game communities because that's, again, one of those unique aspects of Albion is that somebody can be introduced to you through Twitch and say, I want to play with you. I want to be part of your community. You and your community are people that I like, that I want to play this game with. And because of the unique nature of Albion, you can play together. You're... Twitch community can become part of your in-game community. And I think that Twitch drops are going to introduce a lot of newer players to that aspect of Albion. Yeah, I'm really happy to offer this uh, Twitch drops. Um, about this uh, whole community stuff, I personally try... Like, it's it's pretty simple in Albion to, to make, to create content, to be creative in this game. So I started with donkey races, just a tier 2 mule and any masterpiece item so the people actually want to kill you. We did it one time naked, we, we spent 30 minutes, nobody wanted to kill us. <laughs> um, so I decided you have to wear at least I don't know, tier 2, tier 3 masterpiece items. People like, love shiny things. They do. And... The first time we had five people doing it, okay. it was really funny. And even people uh, were saying after that time, I wish I would join. Next time I had 10. And it, it's like always about 10, 15 people. It's, it's, it's so funny. Can you tell me a little bit more about these donkey races? Where do you go from and where to? What What is a donkey race consist of? 
Okay, we're meeting on the second market in Carleon. We're flagging together. So this this feeling everyone is flagged who will die first. You can wear escape gear. The goal is to survive the longest. And I have all the time small giveaways. Like one time I did a 8.3 masterpiece back. And there I think I have 17 people running this event. We're starting in the underway, riding south underway, and then one round around Carleon. We're ending up in the underway again, and that's like the, the final, last man standing win. Okay. All right. That's interesting. I, I think that's a, a fun way to make content, especially with your viewers, because there's nothing that they really need to have in order to get the donkey and some, like you said, T2 masterpiece gear or just some kind of cheap escape gear, you can make it very community-oriented content because then I imagine that results in a lot of giggles and fun as people are ganked and killed on their donkeys. And they're like, not my donkey! Yeah, they're typing, they're, they're typing a lot of things like, kill him, not me, not me. He, <laughs> Get that one! <laughs> yeah. He's wearing 8-3, trust people me. People are bringing friends to kill the other donkeys. And <laughs> Cheaters! Snipe him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, that sounds fun. So you're definitely out there creating a different type of content for the Albion community there, not just showing yourself doing the standard PvP, not just showing yourself going through the roads. Not, yeah, exactly. Like, you're trying to find content that you can create that other people can experience as well. And we actually talked a little bit about how you are building some content for more than 17 people, it sounds like, as you're having a 20v20 tournament and you're having Momono do the shoutcasting for you as you have how many teams? I believe you said you, you had quite a few 20v20 10 teams. teams. That's 10 teams so far. That's 200 people. That's way more than 17. <laughs> yes. It's crazy. That sounds awesome. What is the date on that event? When are you planning to do this 20v20 tournament? Um, the end for signing up is the 15th of June, and we will start at the 17th June. It's a Friday at 20 UTC. And from this Friday, it will happen the next Friday. It depends on how many teams we have. And I'm not sure how many battles we can we can stream, make, make happen in one day one session mm -hmm. so it's going to be dependent on what you guys can manage yeah. and you'll learn a lot in the early days of running this tournament sounds like you're not going to do it one day but every week as you guys get better and better at doing this you'll figure out ways to streamline the process because a 10 team double elimination tournament um we do an eight team double elimination tournament for the crystal league championship and that takes mm -hmm. about eight hours spread across two days <laughs> it will be a big event yeah so I, i'm just i'm just letting you know the time investment that you might be looking at here um we do have a team of probably 12 people making that work so it, it's not easy i would start small like uh say we're gonna have three matches today and then we'll, we'll we'll grow from there as we get better and better at this. The tools coming out 
with the Into the Fray update might be able to help you uh, smooth things out, make things go a little bit faster. I have some tips that I can give you after the stream on running tournaments. I don't want to <laughs> tell you them now because I have a feeling that uh, from what I read of your plans, I don't want to spill those into the public because we have a very active public. Moving on. I heard that you're not just a streamer. I'm not just a streamer. I'm I'm a DJ playing piano. I'm a photographer painting. I'm doing basically a lot of creative stuff. And and that's got me very interested in here because you're not the only DJ in our community. I'm sure you have heard about the great mm -hmm. DJ Lupac 22. Yeah, of course I heard. What do you think the chances are of us getting like you and Lou Pack to do a a DJ battle live on stream one day? We can manage to do that. Really? Because it it would be clear who wins. Wait, wait. So you say techno? Techno is just the best. So you're saying I mean. that you're just going to beat him in a DJ battle? <laughs> yeah, of course. Because that was kind of like low-key. Well, it would just be clear who would win. <laughs> um, I don't even need to state who that would be because it would just be so obvious. <laughs> Poor DJ Lupak. All right. I, I Now I need to see this because the smack talk has already been d delivered at a pretty high level. <laughs> how do we do this? How do we make this happen? How do I get you two to have a DJ battle? Oh, we will have to think about this, how we, how we can do this. All right. I'm going to work on it on my side. I, I have Lupac uh, in my DMs right now. I will send him one in just a moment as soon as this interview is over going, Lupac, I've got a PvP event for you. Yeah. DJ versus DJ. Best mix wins. I, I don't know if he's ever done one of those. He might be interested. I never done. Okay. We will see what we can do. Maybe we can get him to put on his tracksuit. Mm, I have some more information about the the tournament. Oh, well, please. Let's uh, go right back to the tournament. What else would you like to share about the this tournament? The prize. <laughs> you can win a mammy. I, I think I, we didn't say that. No, we didn't say that you can win a mammoth in your 20 v 20 so, uh, tournament. The winner, the winner of this 20 versus 20 tournament will be a mammy. It will happen open world in a tunnel. I won't say the location now. I will say to the teams, but it will happen in a tunnel. Happening in a tunnel. See, that was the secret I wanted to keep away from the audience because I was like, if we tell. Oh, there are many tunnels. Okay. There. Okay. There are a many lot tunnels. Of tunnels in a tunnel, but there yeah. are many tunnels in a secret tunnel. Oh, one or two rats will be appearing for sure, but I will have a team extra for clearing those rats. So, well, I with don't see their issue with ten twenty v twenty teams, right? You can probably put people outside the tunnel on either side who aren't fighting at the time to just clean rats. And they might enjoy it for a change being like, oh, my only job today is to kill rats. Ah, uh, uh, this is free, good. Free loot. 
you'll get some of their loot back. Anybody can apply to me on the Discord. The gear you have to wear is tier 7 equivalent gear. Your team choose the comp, so I really don't care. You can go full Blightstuff team, but you have to be tier 7 equivalent. You can come in masterpiece gear or whatever, but 7 equivalent. So the enchantment level, the artifact level, has to average out to tier 7. Tier 7, mm -hmm. yes. All right. That works. Uh, with loser packet, as you already said, so if you're losing once, you're not out. You have still one chance to win. So everyone who loses in the first bracket goes into the loser bracket. If you win in the loser bracket, you will play in a final against the winner in the winner bracket. So then you still have a chance for this mammy. That's fantastic. That's kind of how we've been doing our CLC recently. Are you going to make the loser win twice? Because uh, in a double elimination, the top team will have gotten to the finals without losing. And if the the loser bracket faces off against them, they're going to be in a situation where one of those teams has already lost once and one has not lost at all. And what we do is we make the, the loser bracket actually have to beat the winner bracket team twice. Will you do that or just a single victory? Not sure yet. Not sure yet. I will think about this. What else? are No battle mounts allowed and overcharge is allowed. Me and Mamono will ride, I don't know, any any very tanky mounts. What is a very tanky mount? Yeah, your Juggernaut is pretty good. Gives you a good POV. Juggernaut. So you'll just probably write this once, and yeah, he will he will call this, and I will stream it on Twitch every Friday, twenty UTC, from the seventeenth June. That sounds like it's going to yes. be some pretty good content, and uh, I will have to tune in after my own streams. Maybe we'll raid you, and we'll uh, throw some viewers your way for this uh, very interesting 20v20 tournament that you have planned. I'm very much looking forward to seeing how this works out. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, I'm very excited about this whole thing. I'm receiving now every day, I don't know, 20, 30 messages about this event, people asking questions, applying. It's crazy. That's awesome. That's fantastic. I'd love to see this kind of thing grow. And like I said before, I do think the tools that are coming with the Into the Fray update for the scrim would help you guys quite a bit with running these kinds of things and not having to do it in the open world. It would make the calling of it different, but you can do that with a couple of different tricks, and I'll talk to you about that after the, the interview. But right. I think that as you guys get more and more teams in there, it's going to be harder and harder to do in the open world in those tunnels. But the Into the Fray scrim system sounds pretty neat for all sorts of different tournaments that could be done in the future. I, I think we have a really cool system coming in, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how the content creators of Albion take this scrim system UI and just run with it. I think we're going to have some really cool 5v5 and 20v20 content coming out in the next couple of months. But I also wanted to talk to you about something that you, um, you're you pretty passionate about is the, the roads and the current situation in the roads. I know you're not happy 
with the current content level in the roads, especially the rewards for chests. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I'm pretty sure nobody is happy about the roads right now. So I remember a few days ago we did a tier 8 gold chest. So it's it, it should be something something big, some rewarding. I got 20k out of the chest. Oh boy. So if you do this gold chest or this blue chest, it, it takes you so much time sometimes. And even then you just think, why I'm doing this? I can just go to set to get way more fame and a lot more loot. So, means people are not in the roads anymore. Some gatherers, yes. Or sometimes you see ganking groups because there is one good connection from a, a royal to a black zone where a lot of hideouts are. But as besides that, there is not much content. If you go with two people in the open world, I usually end up dying too. 15 man ganking groups with two healers, of course. Because otherwise, you can't meet the 10 man people small scale group minimum. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's crazy. And, and that's happening in the roads there? Like large groups like that in the roads still? No. No. We saw one group, but it's really, really rare. And they. They really want content, so you feel it if you are you know, a gatherer on, on a stack and they just want to kill you because they are so bored. Because they haven't gotten content in so long that they're just willing to chase down every little mm. crumb of content. Your T4 gatherer is on our radar right now. We're going to get you because we haven't gotten anything in an hour and a half and somebody's got to yeah. pay for this time. And they start chasing you for five roads. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, one way to think about it is you just probably saved some other gatherer's life by chasing, you know, getting them to chase you five roads away. There's always that positive to think about. How would you like to see the roads change in order to be something that you're more interested in? What are the, the things you'd like to see change the most? Better rewards for the PvE so people are actually more motivated to go as a group in this roads because what we did was we did this group dungeons, gold chests, blue chests, and we hoped to get dived. If people dived us and we killed them, or we get killed, but we had content. Or we killed other people doing a gold chest. So now there is no motivation anymore to go on the roads. There are no groups because why should be there groups? There is no rewards. All the groups are in the statics, but why would you do statics when you can do it with two people? So you're starting to read the statics. Oh, why would you do PvE? You just can go as red and static and kill, pick one, one by two out of this PvE groups. So what I've seen is a lot of groups for small scale have really been trying to move their HQs or hideouts and find places in the outlands where they can live and go after the objectives there and they're finding that they're getting some really good small-scale content out of that. I haven't seen a lot of streamers go that way and I'm wondering if it's because of that stream sniping situation where if somebody knows where you live 
and then sees you go online and then sees that you're doing content, they'll know where you are automatically because with it doesn't matter if you cover up your map or not because they know where you're living. We had exactly this issue a few days ago. I joined a new guild. Uh, I joined Gringos a few weeks ago mm -hmm. for more small-scale content in my EU time. And me and maybe you know Noki Fox? Yep. She was streaming too. And we got sniped by a whole guild. They sniped us and we put we pick up our regear and ride it back to the hideout. Of course, they knew our route, how we ride. Um, and they catched us and we killed them. Oh. <laughs> so it can be like this too. Well, I guess by having the proper guild around you, such as the Gringos, you know, they're very skilled. Yeah. You can, when you get stream sniped and you have an idea of how many people are engaging you, you can quickly make the call to the guild and say, hey, we have 15 people who are out here. They just stream sniped us. They're going to be in this area. We can probably lead them to you if you want to set up an ambush. And we can well, get the everything end it was back. was 40 versus 40 fight. Oh, nice. See, that's content right there. <laughs> See, that's that's all the more reason to start, you know, streaming your content when you're going to do things. I mean, you might get jumped in a 5v40, but in 15 minutes, we're going to have a 40v40. That's content. Some of the best content in Albion right there. It was so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Since uh, you are finding that satisfying content in Albion, what would you recommend to other streamers who are looking to find content? How would you recommend they look for something to do? Try out things and uh, then keep keep up doing the stuff you you really like. Look for people who are doing this content too. Maybe for a guild who is focusing on this content, that's what I did. I think that's good advice. Finding a guild, I think, is really important for streamers. We see so many of them trying to, I guess, exist as like a solo entity and really trying to do a lot of solo content. And right now, Albion isn't necessarily the best place for solo streamed content because of the stream sniping because of the way that the game works but for small scale Corrupted. content hmm? corrupted corrupted works yes that's true people can and people have a lot of success streaming corrupted that's true 100 percent. yeah but the to me the best content in albion right now is that content you were talking about that small scale content that escalates over time as people live in their zones in the outlands and we don't see enough streamers streaming that type of content i don't believe i think more streamers need to show the idea of community to their community and build those fighting communities up and using the advantage that they have from twitch in the game world uh there you have to to stand for yourself as streamer i uh, had difficulties in some guilds by streaming the content for example, Elevate, I was not really able to stream anything there. I had to put 10 minutes delay on every oh, stream. That's pretty long, so yeah. So it means if, if someone is following me, I say, thank you for your follow. He will hear it in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's 
it was really not good or people don't want to run with you because they're afraid of being stream sniped. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they do get scared of that. And you make a really good point about the delayed interactions being very hard to build communities with. It's very hard to interact with your viewers if they can't hear you for 10 minutes. Yeah, so, so many people told me, why are you not streaming with delay? So you're not getting stream sniped. I was like, do you ever thought about this? How it would be? I streamed it. So it felt not good. Really not good. Absolutely, I understand your pain. We stream on 15-minute delays when we do the war report, and it's very hard to have any kind of interaction with the audience during the war report, and I love interacting with the audience, so that makes it difficult. I think you have to find, as a content creator, you have to be the content creator, even for your guild oftentimes, and say, listen, yeah, you're going to be under greater danger when you play with us, but the probability of getting content also goes up and we can take advantage of this in certain ways if we set it up in a way where if we get outmanned we have friends to call in the local area who are not being shown on the map we can often lead people into traps and i think people once they get trapped a few times by stream sniping people and finding themselves surrounded by an entire guild in moments They'll stop, but you have to set that up. You have to put a little bit of effort into putting the stream snipers into a negative situation because they chose to come and find you, and that's not always the easiest thing to do. Um, before I let you go, are there any members of your community, any people that you regularly play with that you'd like to give a shout-out to and to basically call out for their their amazingness? I want to honor and thank Ari. Her Indian name is Shukulatsi. And all the giveaways I'm giving to you guys, I'm receiving from her. She's sponsoring all my giveaways, all the 8.3 items, 7.3 masterpiece items. All this co is coming from her. She's crazy. Sounds like you have some positive members of your community. Yeah, she's supporting me a lot. And is a really good friend. Then I want to thank Eugene. He's he's doing a lot of funny content with me. I want to thank Coco, Coco Smith. We talked a lot. We, I'm sure we are friends. <laughs> <laughs> he did some of my YouTube YouTube videos. He he helped me a lot with it. And I, I think I paid his green screen with this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, and Oxy, Oxy with the he started with me, Albion. He showed me a lot. He played twos with me. Yeah, this guy showed me everything important in Albion. And we are back now together in Gringos. It's, it's pretty cool. That is cool. Getting back together with the people you started yeah. with in the beginning, and now you've both climbed up the Albion ranks because the Gringos are a pretty high-tier guild right now. I would put them as one of the best ZVZ open-world guilds we have. So to run into your friend that you started playing Albion with in one of the top guilds is kind of cool. It It is, definitely. I, I looked for a guild where I can make content where I can type, okay, I'm doing a small scale event, I need this, 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 and usually it takes 
one or two hours and it's full. It's so cool. That is really cool. Speaking of events, do we want to give one more shout out to your 20v20 event coming up? 20 versus 20 tournament set up on Ninushka Discord. You can win a mammy, a transport mammy, but a mammy. Transport mammy is not too bad. <laughs> and there will be a lot of content. You don't lose much and you can win a lot. Even if you win a fight, you, you can have all the gear that is on, on the floor from the bodies. And what is the date on this again? On the 17th of June, we will start. Sign up end is the 15th of June. All right. Thank you very much, Nanuska. It was absolutely a pleasure talking with you today. I wish you the best of luck with your 20v20 tournament. It is very ambitious. I do recommend, once again, start small on the first days and then grow from there so you don't get too overwhelmed. But this sounds like an awesome event, and I will be there to watch some of this. Uh, thank you very much. I'm excited. Thank you.